So they call us into a meeting and the meeting is about how the higher ups can can accommodate the employees more, how they can get us more involved, our feedback on things, you know, how we feel about things. That's what the whole meeting is. They call us into this meeting. So it's a meeting for you guys. Yeah, it's a meeting for employees to get our feedback on things, how we feel about things, you know, how Mm -hmm. the the company can do better to accommodate us. That's literally what they said to me. We call that a townhouse meeting at Home Depot. They select a few associates from uh, different departments. And they, you know, pretty much just talk about your associate needs and shit's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So what happened to me, they were, uh, so we, we was going around the room. Supervisors was going around the room, asking people stuff, people raising their hands, talking about, because people got a lot of shit to say. Yeah. And Ed, he come up in there, and everybody know this guy, he, he don't really know shit about what we do. He sit on a computer and look at basketball games all day, but he's higher up than our supervisor. But he don't know shit. He, when we ask him something, he don't know. He like, to me, I looked at him like he just a bodyguard or the supervisor, supervisor. He just happened to be ahead of him. That's how I looked at him. He, he don't do anything? He don't do shit. He don't know nothing. He don't know my job. He don't know how to do my job, nothing. So he come up in there. He said, he was like, he come in there, he said, I want y'all to remember that, I want y'all to remember that it's not, think about this, think about like this, it's not just what we can do for you, but what you can do for the company. He said, because I remember when I used to work at Kia, when I used to work at Kia, we did way more stuff than what y'all are doing, we got paid a little less. I said, Ed, we not here to talk about kill. We here to talk about ghost day too. You talking about something that don't have nothing to do with us, and you called us into this meeting. That don't make no sense. Mm. Well, he looked at me. He's like, yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm like, man, you up here giving us analogies about stuff that, you, like, you giving us a 20-minute analogy, and you came up in this meeting, and y'all told us that that's what you, y'all wanted to get, get our feedback. Y'all wanted to see how y'all can come at us, and you talking about kill. We had ghost day Toyota. You talking mm. about what's going on that kid? Why? Why are you trying to like get us to yeah. to not do what y'all just told us to do? And the that's, objective. That's when you gotta realize, bro, that some of those higher ups they did not deserve to be higher up. And I don't. And, and it's no hating at all. It's just me. Like I'm a young brother at this company, you mm-hmm. know. And some people I talk to, I just I be like, wow, like. You're a higher up. Like, if I talk to you for 10 minutes, you're going to spill all the beans. Right. Just off a simple conversation. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And you some know? niggas do be hating, though. Like, like, some niggas do hate that. And that. I, I, I could I do a way better job. And like, I don't. Like, I just be watching, good. like, if I had that position, like, things would be a little bit different. Better. I know you have your paperwork and there are things to do and they be busy and things like that, which is fine, but certain things like putting people in a position to, to win. Like Some people don't work good in certain spaces. Like Some people aren't detail-oriented. Some people are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people, they're momentum-oriented. If you get them going with a team of people, they can work better, better than putting them by themselves. Because right. some people don't have that self-motivation. Whenever they see people working, they're like, oh, let me get in there. Boom, boom, boom. Everybody got their own individual yeah. weaknesses and everybody yeah. got their own individual strong. Exactly. So. But I think, you know, that's how you know these companies 
the way they run the, the culture of their employees is real, real old-fashioned because the yeah. way they do it is whoever got more, more years of experience. Mm. And, like, that's a bad way to look they at do, it. They do. Well, it's they like don't even do years. that. It's really a lot of politics, man. Cause at my company we just 100%. got we just got a, a a girl, but just cause she was like late twenties, early thirties, and we're kind of like early twenties, we know more than her. But they moved her up in the ladder real quick, just cause she was a little bit older, and uh, was she pretty? She was a little pretty, mm-hmm. things like that. So that's the politics, politics in it. Is and she she's kind of friendly with the with the managers. You know what I'm saying? More, also, so they, they move up to like a supervisor position. Quick, like I'm talking within. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking, bro. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm talking within her probation period, ninety days. Like mm-hmm. by this time, most people just like. They just hanging in there. They just happy they still got a job. But in this same amount of time, this lady got moved up. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? From making, you know, I don't know, 11, 12 to like 15, 16 within 90 days. And it's taking some people years to do that. Yeah. Some Even some of the foreign people that work at our job, they don't even give them raises because these people don't even understand to ask for raises. Mm-hmm. They don't even give them the certain appliances the knowledge it's just like real life it's just like rich people poor people like they're not even giving these people the knowledge to understand certain things like mm-hmm. come on they'll take advantage of you if they you, will if you take let advantage them advantage of you that's sad like and i and i probably started getting taken advantage of because my f- whole first year i didn't even have my 401k going mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying they don't you supposed to get that within your 90 days huh? i mean they tell you about it but you know what I'm saying? They don't even show you how to, you know what I'm saying, get up in there and do mm-hmm. shit. So it's like, yeah, I yeah. feel like if I'm doing it, like maybe I might be putting too much in. You know what I'm saying? It's no advising. And mm-hmm. if you want advising, you got to pay for it. Like, Damn. You have to pay for advising through a separate party. So it's like, what the fuck? It's crazy how, like, you can hear street niggas say the game is to be sold, not to be told. But that's not even on only a street level. That's corporate level. That's a corporate. That's a, yeah. That's why the mob, like, they really taught me a lot, those mob movies, bro. Because, yeah. Because that's, that's, you. You, that's how you practice, bro. And I noticed our, our leader, his name is Brendan, bro. He, he's the manager. Oh, store manager. This guy's a, he seems like a very smart guy, very knowledgeable, but he doesn't seem like he have that aura of how to understand people. He spends a lot of time not speaking to people. And I'm just comparing him to the previous store manager mm-hmm. that we had. This guy, he didn't he was knowledgeable too, but he was more like people oriented, like a, how can I say like a president. You walking right. in, you greeting everybody, you smiling, you you know, this guy, Brendan, he Everybody says, got a relationship with you, kind of. So he, and, and if they don't, he's trying to make a relationship with everybody. Brendan, he's kind of like, he's trying to get by, because they say people only last two years there. So he probably trying to get by his two years. He know he's not going <laughs> to know these people for too long. Right. It's the number two store in Houston. It's just another step. From yeah, there. so, I don't know. You know, that, uh, but that thing about, you know, politics as far as attractive people like getting in positions like 
That shit do work. Like with HEB, HEB, I always have pretty girls working at HEB. I don't know if you know this. You know this for sure. Everybody knows um, this. I remember being young, being like, I know I'm going to HEB. Nah, it's going to be a pretty seen, girl. I definitely seen some ducks at HEB. Oh, yeah, no. They so don't just hire only know. pretty girls, but they know they always going to have somebody pretty in there. Like a pose in Walmart. You might not see no pretty girls in the, in the Walmart uniform. Mm. HEB, you're going to see at least one or two that's like. Okay. And on a good day, you're going to see, like, you know what I'm saying, every register. So that's a, and then they, they say that only at these, these corporate companies, especially like record labels and stuff, they say all the women, they, they, they know how to, how to handle them. They know how to, you know what I'm saying, work themselves very intelligent, very analytical, and they be beautiful, you know what I'm saying? That's how I feel up there, you know what I mean? It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So... Welcome to our podcast. My name is Elder. You'll introduce yourself, Key. Oh, yes. I'm uh, Key Andre Creation. Yeah, and uh, this is our podcast. We don't know what the name of our podcast is yet. It's the first episode, but uh, we're going to get straight into it. Um, I used to have got that, that, them notes I sent you that one day. Yeah, I was going to put it up. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, so we wanna uh, we wanna make this this podcast more of like a conversation. Kendra, my brother, you know, yes, blood sure. could make us any closer. You know, uh, we talk about everything. This is my, also my business partner, so naturally we'll be talking about business. Uh, me and Kendra, I think I think we first started fucking with each other about just really basketball, honestly. Basketball, I think yeah. basketball is what it was, bro. Basketball, and, you know, music. Yep. Basketball, music, and just, you know, real life shit. Real yeah. life conversations, uh, you know. So this is going to be a real organic podcast, an organic conversation. But I think uh, as people listen on, they're going to understand that me and you, we ain't just two regular dudes. You know, we, we talk about different things and we have our own perspectives in this uh, yeah, I mean, that's, perspective. Yeah, you know, but that's going to be said in our in our podcast. Absolutely, yeah, I think that's what's going to make it interesting. Sure. So, but um, yeah, I guess we're going to start off with um, we was hitting on the topic the other day. We was talking about rappers in different eras, and I was listening to a song with uh, E Forty, uh, Two Chains, and Lil Wayne, and. Um, I want to say who went first. I want to say T, uh, Two Chains went first, then Lil Wayne went, and I, when Lil Wayne went, you like ooh, like, <laughs> like he on some he on some next level shit, and then E Forty went last, and I was like hold up, like it was just I was just like man, like how those three artists they all had a different level. Uh, that they was coming on on the on that beat, bro. And Lil Wayne, of course, with the hardest. But it's just like, man, like, I I don't see like if I feel like that was bad management. You know what I mean? Like or bad producing. Like right. it's a good song, but it's like the the level of play is just not. You think they should have put Wayne last? Type maybe put either put Wayne last or just that wasn't a good mix of artists or something. You know, it was a good song, but at the same time, it was just. I don't know. That's like that's like Kobe 
playing 21 with, <laughs> with like, look, no. I gotta give you a look, look, I gotta give you a, no. a metaphor. That's like Kobe, that's like them putting Kobe to play 21 with, with Pat Beverly and, and Eric Gordon or something. Like, he's about to, he's about to dog them type shit. Like, it's just, think- it's just not a fun game to see because he might score every point. Well, my, oh, thing, both of them. my thing is, <laughs> Two Chains did a lot of songs with Wayne, and Two Chains ate Wayne a couple times, bro. Like he didn't did, had a better mm-hmm. verse than Wayne a couple. Well, okay, 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 okay. Two Chains did his thing, uh, but when it came to E Forty, man, yeah, just say what you really trying to say, my nigga. Shout out to the big homie E Forty. You know what I'm saying? It's no hate at all, but I guess that was just a a time where music was just at a. A very miscellaneous point. It was so random. Like you had good artists and bad artists. Now artists are kind of up to speed. Like if they get on somebody good song, they probably coming with it. They're not lacking. I think. So I think E Forty gonna say some better shit than a lot of niggas that's rapping. Yeah. Right okay. Now. Okay. It's, I, to me, I ain't gonna front, bro. The way okay. He, I might the, be the wrong. I might be rap, wrong, and that's fine. The way his cadence, the way he rap, is a. Uh, it ain't it ain't catered to how I want to hear my music. I'm gonna yeah, straight and, up. Straight and you up. know what? That's probably a testament to, to us how we grew up. Yeah, yeah. Listening like, to come you know, the tri- trippy songs. Yeah, sir, man, I can't. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can. I can he definitely can listen, listen to rappers like Ice Cube and Snoop from for from sure. the West Coast like that. But E Forty. You know, he, he cool. He got his own unique style. He got his own. I like him on his, when he's like the main person on his songs. Mm-hmm. When he do his songs like that, like the singles, those songs sound real good. But the features, it's like you say, like it's a different level of rapping or a different kind of rapping on the features mm-hmm. with people. So it's like you can, you know, you can tell the difference. So the funny thing is... What I've what I've heard about E Forty and his popularity, you know, he might not be as popular down here as much as he was back in the nineties, but they say he still get it popping in the Bay in California. Oh yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised. He he had I saw in a video um not too long ago, he had his name on the forty the San Francisco forty ers locker room. He had yeah. his own locker and yeah. it's stuff like you gotta be putting on for the city. Yeah. For stuff like that. So he's definitely respected. It's crazy. It's shout crazy. out to him, man. It's crazy he how much doing something. it's crazy how much these rappers in their like their home city or their region, you know, how much more popular they are than they are mm-hmm. around the around the country. And yeah, I thought that you know, I think for a minute that that shit had changed when all this streaming shit came. Like, cause you know, back in the day, of course, people was really backing up whoever was in their city, cause that's whoever they had. That's whoever their city had to offer. Yep. Like, they could only go get the CDs, and the, you know what I'm saying. They only knew about a couple people that was outside of the region, but mostly mm-hmm. you just support whoever in your region, like yep. us. In Houston, everybody was, you know, listening to yeah. Slim Thug. Everybody listening Big to Mo. Big Mo, yeah. Big Hawk, all them, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And, but I, I guess it. I guess, I guess somehow, even with streaming, people still like be with their city or their region in some areas. You know what I'm saying? Like in New York, like I know it'd be hits coming out of New York that we don't pay attention to. Yeah, bro. we don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't. Hot. And sometimes 
you know, the way things working right now, especially with these labels, we don't even get to hear their music. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Because if some people don't, I guess, sign that certain paperwork, they don't get that. You know that that the marketing deal regional turns, marketing yeah. Yeah, they don't marketing they don't but Meg Meg blew the fuck up out here but I Meg think, blew up see but the thing uh, about yeah. Meg bro I think it's cause first of all you know she's a pretty girl you know she got a nice body and she go rap and I think right. she knew how to maneuver through social media bro like mm-hmm. she really knew how to maneuver. I remember I remember one time me and Rio was looking at freestyles and stuff and uh. You know, she, uh, they had like a whole, uh, uh, a cypher. Yeah. And like, everybody, it was a, a dudes all in the cypher. Yeah, and at the end, she was she the came, only one. Nigga, she came and killed that shit. Her titties out, her ass looking right. And you, first thing you see is like, okay, she tall as hell. Yeah. But she eating. And yeah. then she kind of, she kind of uh, bad. With like, that confidence. Yeah. And then after that, she started doing cyphers and she started doing freestyles. And then I think it moved on to music. And by that time, like, bro, f- females, they gonna, like, back you up if they think you just... I don't know if it's if females think you better than them. I mean, they just like to see a powerful lie. woman. Like, they even so. my girl, she don't just sit in there jamming, making a stack. But if it come on, she look at me like, yeah, nigga, like... <laughs> <you> better, <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, you better listen when you get to that love. You better chill off that bullshit. <laughs> like, she makes you see, let me know, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, my girl, she, my girl, she an advocate for Nikki. She an advocate for bro. She go crazy for Reed and, and Nikki. And I was like, what about Meg? Like Meg go hard too. And at first she was like, yeah, she cool, but I don't listen to her. But then she came out with some shit and she been listening jamming Meg. I'm like, okay, I fuck. With you. <laughs> I fuck with you. Know what I'm saying, you know. Help out them Houston artists, bro. People should. We should definitely. See, that's the thing. Another supporting the regional, bro. We should. I, I wanted to support Megan just cause she came from Houston. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit. She got star power. You know what I'm saying? She does have star power. Yeah, bro. But it's crazy that that regional shit is crazy, bro. Like, how the fuck does that happen, bro? Cause. I'm I'm telling you, bro, this nigga, like, they, I don't know, it's these two dudes in California, they say that they super popping in California, but nobody listens to them down there, like, in New, in, in New York, Buffalo, New York, it's well, these dudes named you gotta think, sometimes it's a different, I don't mean to cut you off, it's a different tempo of music, it's mm. a different tempo and a different cadence, like you say, you like to use the tempo, word. though, like, you cadence the probably, bounce, cadence the is bounce. probably one of your most used words, mm-hmm. I noticed that, yeah, <laughs> but, it, it, but it, it has a different cadence, bro, like, especially with West Coast, like, some of that shit that they be saying and how they be coming on the beat, we don't like to hear that shit, because it sound like, to us, we gonna say that shit a little corny, like, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in Houston, if you notice, like, we keep shit player. Like, even the women, we like, country, hell, too. we country and player, like the shit. Even the girls, like, come on, bro. Most yeah. city, bro. This is probably one of the most player cities in the world. Type shit. Niggas just know what's up. Yeah, you that know is, what I'm saying. You ain't lying about that. Yeah, you ain't lying about that. Oh, Hello. Hey, what's up? You called me, yeah. We're going to keep it all the way funky on this whole organic. We hear everything. Oh, it was an accident? You sure? <laughs> what you do? Are we good? We good? We good? Yeah.
Well, um, I'm going to call you back in a little bit. I'm actually doing a podcast right now. Okay, I'm going to call you. We're gonna keep it funky like that. Keep it, keep it real. You know, know what I'm saying? As long as nobody called my phone. real life situations. Ain't phone. nothing fake. We do need to, oh, we need to incorporate like a commercial. Yeah, well, we, gonna, we gotta advertise something. Yeah. And then advertise. But, um. Uh, nah, but you right though with the, with the, with the tempo of things. Every region got its own bounce for sure. Every region got its own bounds. Louisiana, but I don't know, bro. Some I get, but p- people like what they like, though. Like me, I like I I, I just like good music, bro. Cause me, I listen to classical music. I listen to old school. I listen to some Marvin Gaye. The other day, I told my you know my brother, he real into like just stuff that has a good instrumental. So I was like, hey, like put me on those Stevie Wonder uh, album. Like send it, send me one that you think I should listen. To. He sent me one, bro. The first song that was on that hoe is the uh, I don't know if you heard you heard four 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 with Jay Z right? It's the he had a he used a sample from Stevie Wonder. It's called Smile. That's what that's mm-hmm. what the name of the song was. But that's the first thing I heard. I'm like, man, Stevie going hard. Like I listened to them to the whole album because it means hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Stevie goes hard. You know what I'm saying? So I listen to that. I listen to you know you know me. I like lyrics too. I like when they can really spit, but. I don't just like any lyrical shit. Like I don't like the lyrical miracle, spiritual miracle. Like I don't like all that bullshit. But I like when a nigga can rap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So people like what they like. You know what I'm saying? But for some reason, a lot of people just stick to what's regional. Bro, my girl is like my girl is an advocate for you know the SUC shit, bro. Like all that shit. For bro. real? My girl know that shit, bro. She grew up on Big Mo. Big Mo her favorite rapper ever, bro. Like. That's crazy. She grew up on that shop. I'm like, bro, I, you know, I, I listen to a little bit of the flip. hometown. Yeah. You know, I, I listen to a little, a little bit of little flip, you know what I'm saying? Some power wall, some slim thug, but I never got into all that shit. Like, because mm-hmm. I don't know why I never got I into it. They all say the same shit to me. That's why. And it go hard. Why. I've been listening to a lot of, like, Kodak lately, bro. I don't mm. know. He, Kodak been going in, bro. Man, I don't know why I've been jamming that Kodak, bro. They, Gucci and Gucci got some good shit. I've been, I been jamming that Benny the Butcher, bro. That's a, butcher. Niggas don't know about Benny, bro. And I've been jamming that Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That first album, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That one, that's, that's real pivotal. And that's when you become, that's when you take it to another step. You get out of your region, you and other regions fuck with you. That's when you take it to the next level with this music shit, bro. I just, and you know what's crazy, bro? I, they they say that you know these, they say that rappers are making more money than it was back in the day. They more they were back in the nineties era. Definitely. Yeah. Shit, I don't know though. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe because well, it's the more way rappers <clears throat> now that can get a check. But I think back then well, less rappers getting bigger checks though. Mm, yeah, they probably got bigger because yeah, you're right. And so they probably got the majority of the money and. Just to think that things cost less back then, so. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and the record labels were getting record labels giving them bigger budgets too. The record label, I like, I you know, for me, just studying the music game, music game industry, mm-hmm. these record labels like now they might give somebody a thirty thousand uh, dollar record label contract. You know what I'm saying? Back then, they giving people million dollar record label contract, and they'll give you 
three million dollar budget to do one video like they were just throwing money away like that but that's real they was really doing it like that so it was it was a little different you know what i'm saying like them dudes like dmx and ja rule and murder Inc., rockefeller all these but they getting bread bread like because mm-hmm. just the way that they had relationships with these with these people that work at the record label and but you then know. again a lot of them were in bankrupt so oh yeah, they know how to manage money. A lot money. of them, yeah, you know, and a lot of them. Uh, That's another story. Uh, a lot of them uh, came actors, things like that. I think we get on that. Right. Were rappers who came actors. DMX. Yeah. He started acting. Yeah. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube was a good actor, bro. Yeah, I think he just naturally needed to do that. He, he wasn't just. He, was, he just was, wasn't an artist. Yeah. That's something that was kind of needed from him. Huh? I just think, you know, you, you, at a certain point when you didn't gain success in a certain industry and you feel like, shit, I could do more, then why not? You know what I'm saying? Because some people, so many people, they hit their goal, they got a couple million, they living good, and they're like, now what? Mm-hmm. So I niggas start trying to figure out what else to do. If you, The more goals you got, you know, the and more. And I feel like that's when you got to. They gotta gotta start opening those businesses. Like, look at I've been watching uh, Master P a lot, mm-hmm. and how he's just trying to totally innovate. Like, you don't see rappers doing that. Rappers is just doing drugs and playing with their money and shit. He's out here like he's trying to come up with a new shoe that's cheaper. <laughs> noodles. That, that, that look new noodles. <laughs> they already got rap snacks. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? He's trying yeah. to get people to stop buying Lays and shit like that. He's trying to really get people to understand that if we want to get money in our community, we have to open these businesses. Right. And serve each other just like they serve us. Right. Right. But, you know, everybody ain't got that type of vision, bro. Yeah. Like, and you they know, because the thing, music is so accessible. Anybody playing music now, so niggas, is, it's almost like hitting a quick lick. Almost. Yeah. And know, that's now. the different level of thinking in this society. Mm. That's the different. That's that's how you was growing up on. When you growing up, you growing up and you see your family just working a job and struggling paycheck to paycheck, and that's normal for them. They like, oh, go get a job, go get a job, go get a job. Mm-hmm. And then you know you watching these movies, you seeing these rich white po- folks. That their their the goal is to take over their people's companies. See that they're starting when they're young. You see what I'm saying? They right. start the company, you take the company. Over. Learn about taxes early. You know what I'm saying? Learn. They learn about. I, I was talking to. Learn about investing early. I was talking to a, a white girl <laughs> not too long ago. Yeah. On the phone and. At her high school, they they taught them how to save. Like, had a whole little thing about that. They got a book and everything. I never got that. Yeah. I don't know about you. I remember. I mean, I remember we had that one class. I remember Coach Moore. They take Coach Moore in class. Well, they did teach us a little bit about investing. Like, well, they put us in a bullshit investing game or whatever. But he didn't break it down to us. So, you know, everybody looking on that house like, oh, I know Nike. Oh, I know Adidas. Oh, I know uh, Walmart. So, we just looking for companies. We know we don't know shit about investing. He ain't really tell us. He ain't break down. And that shit, I don't like that shit. He's like, talking man. about the Popeye's guy. Yeah. <laughs> white, man, white man. Like, come on, white man. Like, tell us what it's really about. Stop reading the book in good circles. Like, tell us what it's really about. He ain't not about to do that, bro. Yeah, he's not about to go. Because they, you got to think that's, it's just like any other job. The workload is too much for them to individually help. 
all people. So that's why this people send their kids to private school, man. It's less people. I'm not teachers are more enthusiastic. They get paid more probably, and they're more enthusiastic to teach individually and help. I'm not be homeschooled too. I'm not going for it, bro. If you're gonna be if you're gonna be a teacher, be a teacher not for the check. Be a teacher because that's what you want to teach. You want to teach the future, bro. Nowadays, when the world is just aimed at the check, not the heart, you'll be surprised. Everybody is like this. Come on, you know you can't. Everybody's like that. Even nah, people, the if doctors. I was see, if I would see Coach Mon right now, I'd be like, bro, you know, I got into investing later, but you could have. I remember when you was doing it and you didn't break it down to it. You let you was real well, service level. But I don't know. Say I'm, like, I'm gonna tell him like I don't know if you was hating on, on like you didn't want nobody to to the game to be sold and not to be told. But that if you was gonna be a teacher, then bro. If you didn't want to be a teacher, you should just want to go run track, bro. Because that ain't <laughs> real talk. I, that's not cool to me, bro. That's not cool. And then especially Brunch, him being right. the white man, the, the, the whole half, I mean, a quarter of the class white. And they probably already know about investing. And the rest of the class, black and Hispanic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like well, that, I ain't going to go into that, but. I don't like that shit, man. Before I investing forget, is something that everybody need to know about. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everybody deserves yeah, yeah. to know about. But that. that has to be like, like, like I said. Earlier, We're gonna do an episode about investing one day too. Break, <laughs> break that shit down, real talk. But yeah, that's something you gotta go learn on your own. Yeah, you know. somebody gotta introduce you to it. Somebody gotta introduce you to that's everything. What, that's what your parents taught me. But what if your parents don't know about that shit either? Like, somebody should yeah, introduce you to they it. They should. Yeah. I mean, nobody, maybe nobody introduced to them, but they didn't understand yeah, it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And right now, I mean, information that I dispose, you can get any type of information on your little phone device, but you got to be, somebody got to tell you how lucrative it is before you can even get interested I in it. I mean, all these commercials, all these shows, all these people, come on, people know what something is you may not know the details of something but you've heard of it it's passed you before so you have the option to turn on that light go to uh, you know your nearest points nobles or whatever and learn about that just choose not to because you're lazy and no, I read a book about that happy. people people a lot of people are lazy by being busy you work so hard and avoid using your creativity and things like that because you, you want to do the same thing over and over to get that check, but you don't want to switch it up. People are scared to get uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or people are so uncomfortable, they, ain't got, they, they feel like they, they, they didn't convince themselves that I ain't got time for nothing else. I'm, so, I, I'm already uncomfortable. Yeah, that too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Flip it however you want to flip it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. shit, man. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I said that, that is vital to learn by the high school, though. It's just all people's thoughts. Like, I was just, bro, I just, I was watching the book of Eli, bro. That's the first time that's I fully full, finished that movie. And I talked to a few people about it just because I, I whenever I like a movie that much, I want to get feedback. Mm. So, uh, if you people don't know about the book of Eli, it's a book about a guy who traveled from one side of the country to the west with... Damn, you gonna tell them the damn that movie? Come on, bro. Let them watch the movie. It's just, look, Denzel God, in it. Damn, Denzel bro, in it. Up, and it's about a book in the Bible. Hey, bro. You gonna tell them the movie? 
That's fucked up. Right, yeah, y'all right. Hey, you know he's right. Yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> I, was just, I was, I was just trying to break it down a little bit, but he's right. But anyways, I was, I, I was trying to tell him about the movie because I was going to my next point. All my right. next point was gonna, it All was right. gonna really help them. It's gonna help them because if I was to say that point without telling them a little <laughs> bit about the movie, the point would be pointless. Okay, so all right, like I was saying. He traveled with a certain, he had a certain book of knowledge that people wanted and people needed, but they didn't know they needed, okay? And he had this, and this was the moral of the story. But anyways, I talked to certain people, and it's getting back to people's thoughts and their psychology and their their conditioning from a young age. I talked to certain people. And I asked them what they thought about the movie. And they was like, oh, man, I love the action in the movie and the fight and the shooting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was like, what? Hey, he could fight, bro. Like, I was like. He could fight, I, <laughs> And it's just because I sparked up their conversation just so they could talk about the moral of the story. Just right, so right, I right can up, soak right some right knowledge up from them just because right. I thought they knew about it. And they was like, oh, man, he was shooting and hoo-doo-doo and this and that. And I'm like, whoa. You kidding me? Like that really shocked me as a millennial that other millennials It's a lot to talk about if you watch the movie, it's a lot to talk about that's it's a that's lot, way bro. deeper than surface level shit. Come on now. The quotes he was saying, the quotes that were said from both parties, like this this book right here, people need this book and they don't even know they need it. People think they need TV and they need all these things that they don't need all this extra shit but this is really what you need mm-hmm. and the way he stayed on his path mm-hmm. I think that really hit me he didn't do too much he stayed on one path yeah got where he needs to go but so what, what was you going with that? I forgot why we even oh oh that. no I just brought that up just to compare like oh, people, how, people how people thought look at yeah, shit yeah how, how they thought and how yeah. they think about stuff like that's that's really sad well that's why I think I, I think like the successful people the moguls the the smart people that tell you they're always gonna stick out yeah. because they they gonna they, that's, that's, that's where you get the special people that come out you know what I'm saying they yeah. always gonna show themselves. Yeah. And people who have the potential to do it, maybe that just is a testament to their work ethic or mm-hmm. how, how uh, you know, just how much they take advantage of every resource they may have, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, or may, or may not have. That's why Taking advantage of every resource. Yeah, that's that you may have or may not have, you know that's what I'm saying? Good, that's, 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 Imagine they, if they people did that every day, take advantage of everything you got. Shit, man. We <laughs> we live in a capitalist society, man. Everybody ain't gonna make it, and some will. That's just what so, it is. So what's up with Kanye, man? Just just a year ago, you know, he was Jesus Christ. Oh, he just did a song with Lil Pump. You're such a fucking hoe, and uh, he likes it. <laughs> and this year, he I mean, no, I'm not judging, but this year he's 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 in Lakewood and different churches. Uh, How you feel about it? I mean, I like the change. I like the change, but I mean, why the change? Why you think? You know, think he had maybe he had a change at heart. Came became one with himself. 
other people do that. It's a lot of layers. From what, I, from what I've heard on all that and from what we've seen publicly, it's a lot of layers to the story. First and foremost, I think the first thing that people got to remember, well, people don't have to remember, they don't fucking want to, but it's vital with that, with that, with Kanye West. He got a lot of money, got rich. First thing he went to go do was get his mama a boob job or whatever. And from all that bread, getting his mama a boob job, that boob job killed his mama. I'm sure that I'm sure that, that weighs on a, on a man's psyche heavily. I would never pay for some shit like that. Hey, okay? man, I can't. I don't, you know what I'm saying? That's... Hey man, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I know he that's, loved his mama. We we heard him make songs about his mama. He yeah. lived with his mama. He supported her. And and when you get when he got bread, he did something that she had always wanted for her, and it killed her. You know. So, so I think that's one thing that's been weighing on his brain heavily. I'm pretty sure. Like that that's that's heavy right there, in my opinion. So I think with that, and then you know he had, they showed that he had a couple mental breakdowns and all that, and you know. You can, and then from the type of level of music he was making to going to you're such a fucking hoe I love I ain't gonna front that hoe went hard to me but it was low quality compared to all the high quality I think that that's a testament to where his mental was to me to me cause nigga made ballads bro he made like you know that beautiful dark twisted fantasy and college dropout those that was music music <laughs> you know what I'm saying then you go to that then you go to that it's like Damn, like why you? How you go from making such quality to that? Bullshit? He has a very volatile like career in music. Like it never really stayed the same. Like, oh, he's, he's like always, the Quincy Jones of rap, in my oh, opinion. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But to me, it, I think that that pla- that you, it shows that you know where he was mentally. You know what I'm saying. And then maybe it, he just broke down, bro. You know what I'm saying. My. To me, I'm reserving judgment, but I'm not following nothing he doing. Like, yeah. when they talking about he was at Lakewood, I was like, alright, like all y'all that's going to Lakewood, y'all bugging out, like y'all bugging out. <laughs> you ain't gonna catch me dead going to no church just so just cause Kanye there. Like that's yeah. not what we doing here, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't play with my faith, bro. Like that kind of stuff, I don't play with my faith. You know what I'm saying? And then he was still saying he's still saying he want to run for president in 2024. So <laughs> it looked funny, but. I reserve judgment because I don't think I have. It's my place to judge somebody who's trying to move That's up in their face. Just PR. It's just PR. I don't know. I mean, it could be. Maybe he really genuine because you know Kanye. He one of them guys like you know how they say Albert Einstein. Right. You know how they say uh, Albert Einstein is a uh, uh, dyslexic. He was dyslexic or uh, autistic. They oh, really? say, yeah, they say Kanye was like he kind of autistic or, or dyslexic. He I, obviously he don't know how to move socially. Like you can see, he'll jump up on the table and start like just ranting. Like he like, that's uh-huh. the drugs or PR. People do not come out like this, bro. I was just I was just looking at a guy. It's it's this guy. He's a uh, he he was in prison for about fifteen years, and he does like little podcasts where he talks about prison, bro. In prison, bro, all that, autism and all that, oh, you got this and you got that, you got OCD. That shit is out the door, bro. If you in there tripping, they don't give a fuck, nigga. You, that's a, they say that's a mind thing. You 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 ain't getting no drugs and no shit for that. You ain't getting no psychology thing. You better figure that shit out. And that's how I think about this shit, bro. That shit is just niggas coming up with shit and just keep talking about it and keep investing in it. 
and, and and they think they got it type shit just because there's so much knowledge about it. You don't have that shit, man. That's a mind thing. How you think people survived in a certain in you know, other ages? You know what I'm saying? No, no, that's saying. bullshit. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. How you know you don't have it? I don't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know I don't man, have this it. This ain't prison. I mean, systematic. But death, that's what I'm man, saying. Like. Prison. Imagine. Prison, everything go out the door. They don't give a fuck if you kill eight niggas, you put a hit. But it's still human niggas. beings in your thoughts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to say he has autism, I'm saying that he has the power and the will to not say the I'm shit. I'm sorry, they didn't he say did. yeah, They said just, he had bipolar. Just, he had bipolar. That's what they said. That's oh, said. okay. Yeah. Well, just like Trump. Like, he had to. You know, he had the power. He had the power to not say all the stuff he did, and maybe he wouldn't have made it to this point. Mm-hmm. I think people just put those labels on things just to cover this, cover it up. You know what I'm saying? Cover up all your bullshit. Maybe, but I do know Kanye been acting like this since 2004 when he first came. Mm-hmm. So I seen a video of him before he even became a rapper. Nigga was talking like he talked now, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, I'm sure the only thing he was on at that time was maybe weed. He ain't doing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure maybe he experimented with drugs now with a lot of different drugs. But back then, nigga, like, nigga doing smoking weed, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. But like I said, I reserve judgment for him. But I ain't following shit he doing. Like I ain't never bought a pair of Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? I did not listen to that album. Why not? Cause, bro, I don't know if he playing with God, bro. Like, I can't. I can't get into something and be like, damn, this shit go hard. He talking about God the whole time. If it turned out, he on some devilish shit. Like, I don't know what he on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That I, I reserve judgment because pretty sure God, I'm pretty sure God, I, I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm a, I, you know, I be on my bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect at all in my faith, so I don't, I don't want to judge nobody else's path on their faith. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing my mama taught me, bro. And my mama, she pray for Kanye, like literally pray for him, bro. You know how my mama is, bro. She pray for him, but she don't know either. Like she like, I hope he like doing what he supposed to be doing. Sound like it, but yeah. I don't know. And we gonna reserve judgment on it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I, I know one thing. All these people that's judging Kanye and all this shit, and I see people saying what well, he doing there. But how you know? You don't know. You just talking to say something. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like talking about shit that I don't know nothing about. Especially not faith and religion. Like. Niggas that was not comfortable talking about religion and politics until Donald Trump came, bro. Not everybody got something to say about all this shit. Mm-hmm. And we really didn't do our due diligence to know anything about politics. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We just started talking about when Donald Trump got here and where everybody got an opinion now, which is fine. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's how you start wanting to be curious and learn about the system and learn and, and getting your intelligence and learn about this shit, which is great. But you know, social media then opened up shit where people just want to say something to say something get a couple oh, likes off like, yeah. that shit lame bro especially Twitter it's sad it's real sad yeah you said you want to take a break I don't know how to take a break on this hoe and we'll be back right after this commercial break ad flag so can we stop this hoe can we stop <laughs> 